0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk.
1: Business Person of the Month with Evershed Sutherland, Ireland's most established and largest global law firm.
0: Yes, our winner this month is the Chief Executive of Mars Pharmacy Group, Una O'Hagan, sitting in front of me. Originally from Tyrone, Una worked in Mars Pharmacy in Bagot Street uh, almost 30 years ago and decided to buy the business from the Mar family about 22 years ago. She kept the brand name and now has nine pharmacies, mostly in Dublin. But she's transformed the business and created a video pharmacy consultation side as well as selling food supplements. Mars has been acknowledged as one of Ireland's best workplaces in 2020 and 2021. And now she's the News Talk Business Person of the Month for June. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Let's let's go back to that big, big decision. You were a 28-year-old young woman working in Bagot Street, you're originally from Trone and you decided, I'm going to spend a lot of money that I don't have on buying a pharmacy. How big a call was that?
1: Uh, well, it was a very big call. But I guess whenever you're young and naive and, you know, you don't have anything to lose, really, um, the fear isn't what it is today, mm. whenever you realise actually the consequences of that. so, But I think for me, Joe, is the moment I. Crossed the threshold of Mars Pharmacy as an intern because I, after I qualified out of Trinity, I had to spend a year under the guidance of a tutor mm-hmm. and I chose Mars and Pierce Mar um, was my tutor. And the minute I crossed the threshold of that pharmacy, I fell in love with it um, and I dreamt that entire year that someday it would be mine. And
0: How did you persuade a bank to give you a chunk of change? I mean, you've been public about the money involved, uh, but it it was a lot of money for a a young person to get from any bank.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I guess whenever you are completely passionate about something and you know it's going to work. Mm -hmm. um, And don't forget, I... Not only worked in Mars and knew what the opportunity was there in that particular pharmacy, but I also worked for the competition as well. And I knew Mm. what they were good at and maybe what they were not so good at. So I knew inherently it would work, the ideas that I had. So when I went in to pitch the business and don't I pitched it to a few banks, but Mm -hmm. my last uh, pitch, I felt like this was my only opportunity. This is my last chance. Um, So I give it gusto, I guess. And you know, I I think they just believed in me. You know,
0: oh, what what would have happened if they'd said no? If they'd all said no?
1: Yeah, I guess I would have probably. Well, I would have lost the opportunity for Mars for sure. Mm. But I knew that I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to be a business owner mm. at that stage. I knew that um, I wanted to have my own team. I, mm. That I, I had that drive in me. I guess mm. so. I guess it would be another pharmacy, or or perhaps I would have opened. You know, a, a greenfield site. That, mm like what I have done since. You know, you were as we inspired as by your
0: mother, you told me.
1: Yeah, my mum was probably my biggest inspiration in life, really and truly. You know, we grew up, as you said, in Tyrone at that time. You know, it was the height of the Troubles. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked um, which was unusual back in the nineteen seventies, um, in a manufacturing company. They made brass and knickers for Marks and Spencer's mm-hmm. high quality goods in a very remote area. She was bringing people across the political divide to work together under one roof, leave Mm. their differences at the door um, uh, and get on and do a job. And, you know, she had 200 women machinists mainly working in there. And I could see what she did, Mm. not only in terms of their work and the quality, Mm. because she she was working in a very male dominated industry at that time. But also, and was winning awards left, right and centre across the UK and Ireland within that company for the
0: quality of production. So you're following in our footsteps very much uh, by winning awards yourself. Uh, You you bought the business in 2001. Yeah. uh, And then seven years later, 2008, and the financial crisis came and Ireland was plunged into a deep, deep, deep recession. That must have scared the bejesus out of you.
1: Oh, it did. It did. Like if you rewind back and sometimes, you know, I look back at it with absolute um, terror, really. Mm. But, you know, the IMF rolled into town. We had the FAMPI legislation was enacted. Um, government were looking at how they could cut public spending. and uh, We went through a huge series of cuts, which have never been reinstated in the pharmacy um, sector. Mm. And what that meant was our business model for all pharmacists was turned on its head. Um, and and every pharmacy was affected differently depending on your level of different schemes um, that works under the, the you know, the GMS scheme and the DPS scheme. But for us, it w- it meant like there was a 38% reduction in profits with wow. a 21-day notice. Wow, wow. So it came in fast. Um, there was, you know, I could see the numbers. I knew it was unsustainable, our business model. Um And and we needed to radically change. So that was the moment where it was really terrifying, to be honest. And I feel like at that time I had six pharmacies, Joe, and, you know, I had probably about 80 people working for me. And a lot of their partners had been laid off at the time because they might have been working in the financial sector mm. or other sectors. And I felt the weight not only from the business point of view, you know, because we had built it up to six pharmacies at that stage, but actually the weight of the responsibility of all my people, depending on me, because they were saying to me up until that point, you know, I am now the breadwinner for the house. Mm. You know, I am now paying the mortgage. Mm. Um, and I was terrified for them as well, yeah. you know, and there was a lot going on for me, I suppose, at home as well. You know, there was a lot going mm. on. So it was very overwhelming. But I guess whenever you're in a corner like that, you know, it, it is that sort of fight that you have to, you know, to survive, I guess. And you,
0: you reinvented uh, your business. In, 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 You went online way ahead of others.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it was that moment, you know, I got I got all of the team together. I'll never forget it. it. was down in the Sandy Mount Hotel and I told them I was really open and transparent about where we were at. And I said, you know, what, what are we going to do Um, to, you know, to make the business survive and also to, we have to adapt, we have to change. And we left that room that night with a plan to absolutely change the business. And this is whenever we started talking much more about turning the dial on pharmacy away from sickness and much more towards health Mm. so that we could be seen as a place to keep people well
0: Rather than cure them when they're sick
1: Exactly, exactly And that's why we take a very proactive approach to health now Mm -hmm. And we have been doing so since way back then So we talk about key topics um, And and try to educate our customers So that we're really empowering them with the knowledge, Joe, Mm -hmm. So that they can make better healthcare decisions themselves So anything from, you know, gut health to hormone health To, you know, anything at all where we like to educate Not only our customers but our corporate clients as well So we do a lot of educational talks for them um, And we, you know because I feel like once people have the knowledge they can make their own healthcare decisions they know and the what patient they. Absolutely So uh, it's about breaking down the information into you know layman's terms so that they can do that
0: So your next big crisis was of course the pandemic Yeah um, took a, No one saw it coming uh, yeah. and the world had to stay, stay at home uh, yeah. That was also a big changing by a yeah. turning point for you
1: It was uh, It was But you know I think because we'd gone through the financial crisis and you know there's something about going to the gates of hell and um, and walking back, and knowing that, um, knowing that you you can do it, I guess. Oh. And I had this inner belief that we would get through it as long as we put our people first. Mm. Um And there was a moment in Bagot Street that I actually seen an elderly customer who I knew was going through chemotherapy standing beside a gentleman who clearly had COVID symptoms. This is
0: before I, lockdown, lockdown. Before
1: lockdown, before we had screens, before we had masks, before we had anything. And, you know, and I remember, you know, one of our staff members saying, it sounds like you could, you know, have symptoms of COVID. Perhaps you should get tested. He says, oh, I know I have COVID.
0: Standing beside a noctogenarian.
1: Yes, absolutely. Who was going through chemotherapy. So, I, so that was a moment I knew, actually, this is not safe. Mm. Um, it's not safe for our people and it's not safe for the most vulnerable in our society. So that, you know, you, you mentioned online. We had set up online back in 2013. Mm. I think we were the second pharmacy um, in Ireland to do so. So we had the infrastructure, we had the logistics to actually to scale this and to keep our people safe. So we started to change the rhetoric. You stay at home and we'll come to you.
0: That's a real uh, you yeah, spinning on, on a... I, you reversed the whole business model in that sense.
1: Yeah, we did, but it was the right thing to do, Joe, even though, you know, as retailers, we're always trying to get people through the door. Yeah it was actually about putting our people first and it was about safety first. But also the
0: government changed, it enabled stuff legally that it wouldn't allow before and it changed in the space of a week or two.
1: Yeah, I know we'd been calling for digital prescriptions for quite some time but I guess whenever the GPs, you know, had to close their doors and they had to find a new way of actually seeing patients, they were doing a lot of digital consultations and phone consultations they needed to be able to get prescriptions out to pharmacy and so the Minister of Health changed the legislation so that we could actually accept digital prescriptions. We'd been calling for this, for years and years and so years, it was
0: possible. It was all.
1: possible. So this means now we have health mail, and we can get digital prescriptions. We could actually receive those from our GP colleagues. Uh, we could dispense them. And you mentioned like the video pharmacist. Mm-hmm. So we could tell our patients, "You stay at home. We'll come to you. We'll deliver not only your you know vitamins and so on and so forth, but we could deliver the prescriptions as well." Which was remarkable. But you
0: continue to do, and you do the video consultations as well. Yeah. And yeah. What's in it for you? But you know because setting up all that tech costs money. Um, Do you just hope that they bring the business back to you guys?
1: Well, it's about looking after our customers. If we look after our customers, you know, everything else comes. Are people loyal? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. People are loyal. You know, I think people really trust pharmacies. You know, we're the most trusted profession Mm. here in Ireland. And as long as we put them first they will always come back to us as long as they get a really good service. You know, I always talk about it's not about the even the place, it's not about um, the the product, it's about our people. Like, mm. business is all about people, as you know, Joe. So, uh, but, you know, people come back to people who they trust, who have the empathy and the care. And, and we really focus hugely on that. We have an incredible team of pharmacists, incredible t- team of healthcare advisors that really care, you know, and I don't think that there's anything more powerful than people with purpose. So, you know, that, that's why people come back time and time again to Mars. And
0: that's also why you are the Business Person of the Month for June. Congratulations, Una O'Hagan. Thank you. The Chief Executive of the Mars Pharmacy Group. And you get a gorgeous engraved Shannon Rollerball bog oak pen and solid oak case from Irish Pens. The pen will be engraved with your name and News Talk Business Person of the Month, June 2023. And all thanks to Eversheds Sutherland. Breakfast Business
1: with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.